Hello, dear sister in Christ. My name is Pat Domingue. I'm founder of On Fire Ministries, Bible study author and teacher. And I want to welcome you to her podcast. In her podcast, we help women find healing and encouragement for real life through the Bible. And I'm so excited and honored and privileged to have uh, speaking with me today, Mary DeMuth on her podcast. Mary is author of nearly 50 books. That's phenomenal. And she is an international speaker and podcaster. And today we're going to discuss her latest book, 90 Day Bible Reading Challenge. So Mary, welcome to her podcast and thank you for sharing your time with us uh, to give away some of that healing and encouragement for real life that you've experienced through the Bible. Well, thank you so much. It's a delight to be here, and I always love talking about the Bible and talking to women about the beauty of it all, so thank you for having me on. Well, awesome. I wanted to tell you and those listening as well about your ministry impact and mine in um, October of 2013. I don't know if you'll remember this, but I was at a bit of a crossroads in ministry, and I wasn't sure what direction my ministry life was to take, and I was just simply seeking God, just trying to walk it out and, and walk it out as he laid out before me, and I had the opportunity to attend a rewrite conference, and um, and this was a writer's conference that sounded uh, just exactly like what I needed at that point, so I said yes and and decided to do that and um, I'll just say 10 years later this is exactly what I needed and all that during that conference you gave us a book The Wall Around Your Heart and I just will tell you it was a great book I enjoyed it so much it was such a blessing to me but you were one of those guest speakers that weekend and your story and you sharing your journey uh, was just a major part of my re regrouping in ministry. And it really set me on the path that I've been on the past 10 years. So I just want to say thank you to you for staying the course, for doing the hard work of ministry. I know just uh, before we got on, uh, Mary had told me she'd been out of the country for a month uh, doing ministry so uh, and sharing her book and all that. So I know you have had a lot of sacrifices you've made along the way. Uh, to do ministry. And so thank you for doing the hard work. Well, it's always encouraging because a lot of times those events are kind of a blur because you just spend lots of time with lots of people, have lots of conversations, and you have yeah. no earthly idea if anything you said had anything <laughs> of impact. So thank you for sharing that. That's really encouraging. Well, I, I do appreciate it. Well, let's talk about your book. 90 day Bible reading challenge. And I love the subtitle, read the whole Bible, change your whole life, because that is exactly why I am in ministry today, because Jesus changed my life through my relationship with him in his word. However, your book is about a very specific time frame of <laughs> 90 days. And that is like speed reading the Bible, um, just to read the whole thing in 90 days. It really and truly sounds big. So will you tell us why you decided to read that the Bible in 90 days? I started doing this a couple of years ago as a spiritual practice because I felt like I had read the Bible lots of times, but I wasn't making the connections between the first and second Testament. I wasn't, I just wasn't, it was just too far out. Just when you're reading Exodus in 
you know, in February and Revelation in December, it's hard to make those connections. And yeah. so as, as a practice, I decided to do it. And the other reason I decided was I was spending way too much time doom scrolling on social media. And I thought, what if I took that really unproductive time and used it to read the Bible quickly? And I think the first time I read it quickly, I read it in two months. And then I kind of settled into a three-month routine, which is about an hour a day. But if you are um, if you are scrolling a lot, you will find that if you stop scrolling, you will have the hour that you need to read the whole Bible in ninety days. Wow, that is so good. I can I know anyone can relate to that scrolling and getting caught in that and just end up wasting time. That is good, valuable time. Uh, you know, I would say I am a devoted reader of the Bible, but. I've never read the Bible in 90 days. However, one thing I do in my normal Bible study practice that I learned from a brother, Bob Utley, he's a retired professor of hermeneutics, and it's to read the Bible, a book of the Bible in one sitting. Mm -hmm. So when I prepare to study a book of the Bible, I'll read that entire book from beginning to end in one sitting, and I'll do that several times before I really start digging in and studying. And, you know, one of the things that I've learned is that it really helps me hear differently. Like after reading a whole book in one sitting, I usually can identify the theme of the book when I might not have discovered it so easily had I've never read it all together like that. So that's been a major benefit for me and my study. So were there things that surprised you when reading the Bible so quickly or you know, any special benefits that you discovered in your personal journey of reading the Bible in 90 days that you could share with us? Yeah, I, this idea of reading a whole book in one sitting was something I did when I created a basically a devotional slash commentary on the book of Romans. And I decided for 90 days, because the the book would be for 90 days. Um, for 90 days, I read the book of Romans every single day. And let me tell you, by the end of those 90 days, I really, really do the book of Romans. Um, but in yeah. terms of benefits of the whole Bible in, you know, 60 or 90 days, I, I really, it's hard for me to put into words the dynamic impact that it had on my relationship with God. It's probably been one of the very best spiritual practices I've ever done in my very long walk with the Lord. And um, making those connections between Old and New Testament, those hy those hyperlinks that God creates for you, this like hundreds of holy ahas that happen, and you get to unpack the entire story of the gospel, the entire story of God, the entire story of the human race, the entire story from the garden to the the city that comes from you know the heavens down to earth. You begin to see the connection of rivers and lakes and mountains, and you begin to see how God had this relentless pursuit of his people. And I think, you know, each time I come away with something different, but recently I think it was just that God gives 100 chances, not just second chances. He, he kept pursuing the nation of Israel. He continued to pursue us. Um, he does that to this day. He is the one who leaves the 99 and chases the one. And yes. I didn't grasp it until I read the whole Bible in a truncated period of time. That's so awesome. I love that. I know that's definitely the story of my life. He has relentlessly pursued me. So I get that totally. But I love 
that you saw that, you know, in the scripture as you read that quickly. So let's talk about the time that it takes to read the Bible in 90 days. I know you already said that it does take about an hour. You know, one of the things that I discovered when I started reading whole books of the Bible was that it didn't take near as long as I thought. And mm-hmm. honestly, I'll say you saying it only took an hour kind of surprised me, you know. So one of the things I started doing when I was doing the read it, a book of, oh my goodness, a book of the Bible all at one sitting was a sort of writing down the time. I would actually time it, write down the time. And even in one of my Bible study classes, I did it to prove, I read it out loud in my class to prove that it doesn't, because they they didn't believe me. They're like, mm-hmm. oh no, it takes longer than that. So I had somebody time me and read the book of Ephesians from beginning to end, and it took me less than 15 minutes. Of course, I mean, I'm just going straight through it, reading through it. But, you know, the Gospel of John takes about an hour. The Revelation takes about an hour. And, you know, with that, I was just thinking about reading the Bible in 90 days. Sounds just so intimidating. But you are saying, like, one hour a day is all that it really is taking you, which, you know, that is significant but then again it's not that significant especially if you're reading the whole bible so any other insight about what it looks like practically um how much time it takes and and what that looks like for you yeah i at first i would say i'm not a legalist so it's not like you have to pick up this book and if you do it in 120 days i'm going to be mad at you (laughs) so that i mean it's it's laid out i have i just got my copy in the mail so it's laid out with three readings per day morning noon and night so you can divide it up if you want to or you can read it all at one time there's a morning, a noon, and then the night is just a psalm that's usually one or two psalms. So those, I, I throw the psalms in just to give people a break when they're slogging through Leviticus or Ezekiel, which is not my favorite book. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, for instance, uh, on this day six, you read from Exodus 13 to Exodus 24 and then read Psalms 8 and 9. And uh, the other thing that I just want to encourage people to do is there are times when I'm reading the Bible in 90 days or 60 days that I will listen to it. So I'll be driving in the car and I'll listen to my what I need to hear that day. That absolutely counts. It doesn't mean you're not doing it. You're hearing it. In fact, it's probably wow. more powerful to listen to the Bible yeah. in 90 days. It does take a little bit longer because we're fat. You know, I'm a fast reader and I can I can. Wow. Uh, read quickly, but um, and when someone is elocuting the Bible, they take pauses and dramatic effect. <laughs> so it does take a little bit longer. But if you have, if you're just in the car anyway, why not just listen to the Bible and get through the whole thing in in three months? Pretty pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, one of the things I always tell when I'm teaching Bible study is Romans ten seventeen says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And I always tell everybody, read it out loud because, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just great going in and building that spirit man up, you know, so spirit woman. (laughs) But anyway, um, that's so awesome. So let's just say that someone is listening right now and they're interested in taking this challenge, but they also just are considering their own life and their schedule. And I mean, we all know that we live in a busy world. We we have busy schedules and sometimes it just feels like life is hard and it's so hard to implement 
just some basic, you know, Bible study in our lives. I, I expect that you had to make sacrifices to accomplish that. And could you just share, you know, anything more about the sacrifices and how that was worthwhile to you? Sure. Um, I, I think, yeah, taking away social media for that 90 days is really helpful and it's mm-hmm. beneficial on every other level anyway. So that yeah. was good. Um, I did dedicate the first part of my day to that. So sometimes I would wake up a little bit early to in order to get all the work done I needed to get done that day, plus reading that much of the Bible. Um, and again, you know, people can pick it up and they can do, you know, it in 180 days and just go a little bit slower. It's, it's totally fine. Um, again, there's no police here. Uh, so yeah. And I, you know, that I did break it up into three just to make it a little more, um, comfortable, but, uh, I just, since I'm an all or nothing person, I just tended to do it all at once. And yeah. You know, you don't, the other thing I I would say as a tip in reading the Bible quickly like that is you can't be my husband. So my husband is a theologian and he can read four words and stop. (laughs) He'll be like, what's the Hebrew here? And what's the connection? And let's look at the tabernacle. I mean, he'll just go like he could never, I don't think he's equipped to do that. You have to kind of turn off the theological professor in your head and just say, I am going to go through this. If you have a question about something or something appeals to you while you're going through, just take note of it and say, Hey, go back to Psalm 34, three and, and contrast it with what you thought of that was in Isaiah that you just read. Um, and, and you can always come back to it, but the whole point is to grasp the story in one, you know, fell swoop. Yeah. Yeah, definitely get that. And I can, I can see, you know, one of the things that I, I won't let myself pick up a pen when I'm doing just the reading the one book of the Bible. I'm like the first time I just do not touch anything because I will start underlining Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. before I know it, I'm off the trail. So it's very helpful to just kind of zero in your focus on that. And, and then also just thinking about, I mean, I like that you did the three, break it up for that option. For me, I think I would be more like you. I'd rather just sit down, do it, and then move on. Because if I break it up, I feel like something crazy in my day is going to throw everything off, you know. So Mm -hmm. um, I would think that once once in the morning would probably work best for me as well. Well, I love this just so much because of my own mission and ministry over the past 20 years has been to ignite a passion for Christ in the heart of women and to inspire them to apply God's word to their everyday life. Uh, Because I really, truly believe just because my own personal story, my own personal testimony is that God's word really does work and it works in our everyday lives. And, you know, here in America, God's word is extremely accessible to us. I have dozens of different translations mm-hmm. of Bibles and different study Bibles uh, sitting on the bookshelves in front of me. And we have the Bible at our fingertips, on our computer, on our different Bible apps. And But, you know, we just have to choose to read it for ourselves. So why do you say biblical literacy is so important? I think we forget how many times... Um, people were deceived in in the Bible. And you see Jesus talking about a lot. He talks about wolves in sheep's clothing. We also see the Apostle Paul talk about it a lot. 
And biblical literacy is so important because if we don't know what the truth is, we will be deceived by a lie that sounds an awful lot like the truth. And uh, so it behooves us to know the Bible so well that we can be like the Bereans who take take everything back to the scriptures and say, is this real? Is this true? I never passively listen to a sermon. I'm always kind of on alert of not to be critical or anything, but just is this from the word of God? Is this correct? Is it handled correctly? And if I didn't have that strong background of reading the Bible over and over and over again, I wouldn't have the confidence necessary to really go back and do the deeper study. So that's why Mm -hmm. it's so important. We are easily deceived. There's lots of false gospels out there. There's a lot of things, you know, that make it sound like it's the gospel, but it's not because it's all about us and our ease. That's not the gospel. And so we have to be really careful. Yeah. Oh, that is so true and so good. It's something to be so aware of. And that is something that I would say, you know, I love teaching as well is that, I mean, we need the word of God to be prepared for when the enemy, because he is looking at all times to deceive us. And and it is true. We are easily deceived. And my pastor just a couple of weeks ago was preaching and he talked about it and talked about, you know, the thing about deception is you don't know it's happening when it happens. So it's just really dangerous. So we definitely need God's word. So one of the things that I love that you do is your pray every day podcast and you have that biblical passage and you pray it and for those who are listening. And I just wondered if you would mind sharing a scripture and praying healing and encouragement in the everyday lives of those who are listening today. I would love to. And um, just a quick little reminder is if people, we're going to go ahead and start the new year with this challenge. It releases in September, but if you want to join me on a, on a Facebook group to do it together, you can go to marydemuth.com slash Bible, and that will get you to um, a landing page that will add you into that little group. So uh, yeah, I'm super excited about that. And <laughs> And so, yeah, so I just want to say that before I forgot, because I knew I would forget. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so this is from 1 Corinthians 1, uh, verses 26 through 29. Remember, dear brothers and sisters, that few of you were wise in the world's eyes or powerful or wealthy when God called you. Instead, God chose the things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose the things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and used them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. As a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. Mm. And so let me pray for you about that scripture. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to really dig in deep into this passage of that you you don't, your kingdom is not how we think it is. It is counterintuitive. It is upside down. And you don't look for the people who are strong and capable and able. You look for the broken, the meek, and uh, the humble. And Lord, that's actually a really great place for us to be. Because when we are hurting and when we are um, discouraged, uh, we have to and we naturally reach for you. And you're more apt to get the glory because you have to do it all. And we are not relying on ourselves anymore. So, Lord, thank you. Help us to see this 
weakness that we're experiencing this week as an advantage and as an open door for your presence. Lord, you are not seeking those who have it all together. You're seeking those who know they need you. And so, Jesus, I pray for that person today who is just feeling small and weak and helpless. And, Lord, I pray that they would understand that is the most beautiful place to be because that is the only time that they will experience the tangibility of your presence because they actually want it and seek it. I praise you and thank you for this truth in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, my goodness. That was wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing. Well, before we do wrap up together, um, just tell us any final thoughts that if there's something we haven't discussed about how to connect with you, where where to pick up your copy, a copy of the 90-day Bible reading challenge. I know, say that 10 times fast. I can't even say it, really. I just keep stumbling over it. But here it is. Oops, there it is. So pretty. I just got my book in the mail yesterday so i'm excited about it and awesome. uh, you can get it wherever books are sold and again you can find out more if you go to marydemuth.com bible and i would love to just read the bible in 90 days with you the other thing to know is what something that my editor told me that was very difficult but it was a fun challenge she said i want i don't want every day because there's reading after you you know, after you do that reading. So you're probably like, why do I need to do more reading? But it's not very much. (laughs) And she said, I want every day to be unique. I want there to be some sort of insight that is obviously biblical, but something I may not have ever heard of before. And so I have really had to dig deep in, uh, in creating the commentary of every reading. Um, So it was, it was a joy. It was hard, but I hope and pray that it will be, it, that it will transform people's lives when they read the Bible. Yeah. I'm not going to transform their lives, but the right. Word of God is going to transform their lives, especially in that short period of time. Plus, you feel pretty cool that you read the Bible. Not very many people are doing this, so you can feel cool about yourself that you uh, <laughs> can do hard things and you can sacrifice yeah. for the sake of reading the Word of God. I love it. Well, ladies, go get your copy of Mary's 90-Day Bible reading challenge and Mary I'm definitely going to take the challenge and I can't wait um so thank you for coming and being a part of her podcast today it was a blessing having you and I know that you've ministered to those who joined us today and as Mary said check out her website where all of her books are available there but marydemuth.com and I want to thank you for listening to her podcast We hope you found healing and encouragement for your real life today. And before we say goodbye, I do want to invite you to join me on your favorite social media platform, whether Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest, to get daily biblical encouragement for Christian women. And check out my website, onfire-ministries.org, for biblical resources. And if you found this podcast beneficial, please take a moment to rate and review and share this podcast with others. It may be the very thing that somebody else needs to be encouraged in their faith journey today. Until we meet again, have a blessed and beautiful day.